As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 70, Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parker. And what a show we have for you today. John Morosi from MLB Network. He'll stop by, tell us about the free agents who are still out there on the market, the Dodgers and Padres series as they go to South Korea, that and much more. Plus, a little why baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL. So you know what you want to do? Pull the radio close and listen to Inside the Park. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome into the podcast one of the best in the business, John Morosi, of course, from uh, MLB Network, Fox Sports Radio, uh, MLB Insider. He's all over the place covering baseball left and right. John, welcome to the podcast. How are you, buddy? Rob, I am outstanding, my friend. Uh, We look forward to having you back in Detroit, hopefully covering some postseason baseball wow in 24. it's it's possible my friend it is possible well the al central is open it's up for grabs i agree with you on that uh so it's not out of the realm of possibility so we'll get to that but let's start here with some free agents who are still on the market why has blake snell not been signed Rob, it's an excellent question. It is one of the most popular topics in the industry right now. Uh, Of course, Blake Snell, like Jordan Montgomery, like Cody Bellinger, like Matt Chapman, all Scott Boris clients. And I think in every case, to varying degrees, Scott has put a, a mark out there that he wants to hit in both per year salary and the number of years on the deal that he wants to hit. And in all four of those cases, that hasn't happened yet. 
So well, to wait a me, minute. spring training has started. I mean, like, hey, where are we? Scott Scott is is very famous, Rob, for once upon a time saying, "Talent has no wristwatch." So, uh, somewhat metaphorically, Scott had said that. So, to be honest, I agree with you. We've got games beginning this very day that we're speaking in um, all over, obviously, and uh, certainly in Arizona to start with the Padres and Dodgers. So it's it's there. We, we have games happening, and yet uh, so many very important players are not signed. And we're actually at a juncture now, Rob, where if Snell and Montgomery do not sign soon, as in probably the next week, then their ability to start the regular season with their new team is compromised in terms of just the buildup that's required in a camp around a competitive environment. So uh, you're right that this we are now past the point at which you would expect to be seeing a, a contract sign, but you've got teams that, e- that either A, have already spent a lot of or all of their budget for 2024, or they're at a moment where in a lot of cases – we're talking now about teams that are somewhat impacted by the uncertainty of media revenues going forward. And, and for various reasons, they just have not found it comfortable to sign those players, to those contracts. So whether it's the Yankees that eventually step forward, the angels, uh, other ball clubs, the giants have come to mind as well. Maybe the Mariners could still be involved in a Matt Chapman. Uh, there just has not been that level of market that Scott had expected to see when the offseason began. I'm I'm sorry, John. Uh, I want Blake Snell in my rotation. If if sure, I'm trying to compete, I I just if I'm the Yankees, okay. 2009 is a long time ago. Okay, that's the last time they won a World Series. Uh, they get Juan Soto. You know what I mean? The team uh, last year got off the rails after Aaron Judge got hurt. But this is a team that's been competing and and in the mix for the last six or seven years, why in the world would they just not snap at the opportunity to get a guy like that? Money, you know, we could talk about a few million here or there, but him added to the rotation to me would greatly improve the Yankees' chances of making a a run at October. He most certainly would, but as you point out, Rob, it it does come down to the money. And if if Snell is asking to be paid in the high 20s, uh, per year or even low 30s, remember, it's a luxury tax complication too for the Yankees. And so it's not just the money, it's the money times the surcharge. And so all of a sudden, Snell becomes a very expensive player. You might like him at at $30 million, but would you like him at 50? Because that ends up being what the luxury tax ramifications are. So uh, it's certainly that simple question. Do you want Blake Snell in your rotation? Well, to put it another way, do you want the reigning Cy Young Award winner in the National League in your rotation? Of course you do. Everybody does. Everybody should. But it's just the, the financial reality in a sport, Rob, that is unique among our North American pro sports. It does not have a salary cap. And as a result, it also does not have a salary floor, and it does not have a frenzied free agent period like in the NBA, where if I tune into your commentary right around the beginning part of July, I know that Rob Parker, by the end of the day, is going to be able to tell me who signed where and and how soon the Pistons are going back to the playoffs. He's, you're, you're going to know that kind of stuff after one or two days, whereas in, in the world of baseball, we just don't have that kind of information. And part of it is 
Part of that's good. I, I like that that the offseason unfolds at a sequential pace and gives us time to think about things. But obviously, to this extent, is not productive. And I don't think anybody around the industry on the player side or the team side necessarily likes the situation that we find ourselves in where you've got really talented players who don't have jobs. It, it really should not be this way right now. Well, here's one guy who on Thursday today – uh, agreed to a one-year, $5 million deal with the Miami Marlins, according to ESPN, Tim Anderson. And and he's 30 years old. I, I get it. The guy, you know, batted 245 and struggled uh, last year, both offensively and defensively. But this is the guy who, with over 300, four years in a row, won a batting title. I mean, he had one of the greatest walk-offs uh, in Iowa in the cornfield you know, for a game, uh, an all-star a couple times. And yet this guy was without a gig until now. And he turned down a $14 million option for the White Sox to take a $5 million deal with the Marlins. What's up with Tim Anderson? Well, it's a great question, Rob. And he is someone that I think is poised for a huge bounce back season. Tim Anderson has not forgotten how to hit. He had a bad year. He had a bad year with still even in the midst of a bad year, Rob, there were moments where he still looked like the Tim Anderson of old. And let's remind each other here that less than a year ago, he was a starting player for Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. Now, he was playing second base, but he was still one of our best nine for our entire country. So that should tell you something about how good of a ball player he is. Um, and so I, I look at him going to Miami with something to prove. Maybe he is able to parlay this year's salary into a, a larger contract and an extension down the line. I hope for Tim's case that he does. Hope this is not just about a, a short-term fit because his bat-to-ball skills are still real. And Rob, when you talk about the game and the number of strikeouts that you see around the sport, Tim is the opposite of that and I think has a tremendous amount to offer whichever team that he's going to sign with. And I'm, I'm glad for him that it's in Miami, a team that, by the way, with really good pitching was a playoff team a year ago. And, and yes, of course they, they're going to miss having Jorge Soler around in, in, in the lineup, but I, I think Anderson helps them have a really good contact oriented group that will, in my judgment, jive very well with their rotation and I hope that his defensive play bounces back too because um that's a that's a rotation that will generate I believe a lot of weak contact and create a lot of opportunities defensively for Tim Anderson as well hey guys this is Matt Jones Drew Franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode nothing to do with anyone personally but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, get Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> 
And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Our guest is John Morosi, of course, MLB Network, Fox Sports Radio, MLB Insider. And uh, let's go here, the opposite spectrum, the Dodgers who spent like $8 billion in the offseason <laughs> to sign a couple of uh, great players. We already know uh, where the Dodgers are. But, but let me just say this, okay? Uh, in signing Otani and Yamamoto, uh, doesn't guarantee that you're going to win anything. The Dodgers have won over 100 games the last couple of years. On paper, John, there's no doubt about it. Baseball strange, though, in that the best team doesn't always win. We, we saw last year Texas cough up the uh, division in the last uh, day of the season and wind up winning the World Series. Uh, the Dodgers did, never led in the series against Arizona. And yet they wind up Arizona going to the World Series. But in this case for the Dodgers, who's the pressure mostly on? Uh, because on paper, they should win. They should win. I think the pressure is is broadly uh, attributed to everybody in that Dodger clubhouse. And certainly you could say Dave Roberts has a lot of pressure. I think the manager of the presumptive World Series favorite always has pressure no matter where he's managing. And there's going to be pressure on Otani. Certainly the largest contract in the history of the game uh, tends to come with a fair amount of pressure. Especially since, especially since he's never been in the postseason, right? Correct. Correct. That's that's big. If he struggles, we saw last year, Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts in that series I'm talking about collect one hit between both of them. Right. Well, and the the postseason, obviously Rob is always its own. uh, It's its own separate entity. It's, hard I think to be an effective postseason offensive player because you're seeing the best of the best from a pitching perspective at the end of the year uh, against the best teams and this game is built around offensive failure that's the essence of baseball and so as a result the small sample sizes for hitters often look disproportionately bad to be honest with you even for even for great players now Otani, in defense of him, did have a great showing in the World Baseball Classic in March, which is a tournament. And in a lot of ways, you face as much pressure if you're playing for Team Japan as you would playing for any Major League Baseball team in our postseason. There's immense pressure on Team Japan in that particular event. I I think that here's the thing about Otani that stands out to me. We're just less than 24 hours away 
last night on MLB Network, the number one player in the game was voted as Ronald Acuna Jr., not Otani, and not anybody else in a Dodger uniform. Now, we can debate that right now, but the reality is for the purposes of 2024, Otani is a DH. He is a DH with extraordinary potential, and he's also a pitcher when he's healthy, and he's one of the most identifiable athletes in the world. He is all those things. But on the field for the Dodgers this year, he is J.D. Martinez's replacement at DH. And J.D. Martinez last year was an all-star who had close to a 900 OPS. So Otani is going to have to have a very good season at a minimum, very good, to be able to equal what his predecessor did as the DH a year ago for 2024 production. And that's why, Rob, I have said before and believe this wholeheartedly, with full respect to Otani, of course, that Yamamoto in some ways is the more important upgrade for this team right now. I don't don't disagree with you, John. Because, because yeah, we're talking about Yamamoto's replacing whoever the fifth starter was and knocking the fifth starter out of the rotation, whereas Otani's replacing someone who was an all-star and and was a very effective player in that role. Again, just talking about 2024. And that's why I think we have to give Otani a little bit of grace and also look at Yamamoto and say, wow, um, we talk about Otani and we should, but I really believe that for the purposes of the Dodgers in 2024, Every time you want to do a segment or a conversation about Otani, you should pair it up with one about Yamamoto because he is at least as important and in some ways more important to the Dodgers' success this year than Otani is. All right, last thing here, John. Uh, The Padres and Dodgers are the first team to play a Major League Baseball game in uh, Seoul, South Korea. And the series with the Padres is the season opener take place March 20th and 21st. Just talk about that and playing a major league game in South Korea. Pretty amazing where baseball is uh, taking things. I'm thrilled. And I'm planning to be there, Rob. I'll be able to be there. Very nice. I'll I'll be joining you hopefully on, on Fox sports radio, all hours of the day and night. You call me anytime, Rob, you wake me up. If you want me already know, we want you on. Amen. I I love it. I'm excited about it. So uh, historic to be able to go over there. There have been so many great players to come from Korea and impact Major League Baseball. Hunjin Ryu, in fact, just uh, went back to Korea and signed with the Hanwha Eagles, uh, who were his original team. He's going back there to finish his career. Um, Chan Ho Park, of course, is is a player that was a very important figure in, in Korean sports and even cultural history. He's a very important player. Shin Soo Chu. And now the Padres have two Korean players. Woo Suk Go, a relief pitcher, and Ha Song Kim, the very, very talented defensive player who's now the everyday shortstop in San Diego. So it's going to be interesting to me, Rob, to see how the rooting interest goes between the Dodgers and Padres among the South Korean fans. Because on the Dodger side of the ledger, you've got the legacy of Chan Ho Park, the legacy of Hun Jin Ryu, neither of whom, of course, are on the Dodgers right now. Plus, you've got... Shohei Otani, who in the uh, minds of many Korean experts is among the most popular Japanese athletes ever for Korean fans. He is very popular in Mm. Korea. So then the opposite side is the Padres have 
two Korean players on the team. So it, it's going to be a very interesting moment. A lot of really strong rooting interests on both sides. You'll have likely Yamamoto's debut. Rob is going to be one of those two games. So please join us. I believe it's going to be 3 a.m. Pacific time. So I, I will invite you to either stay up late or get up early and, and join us uh, live from Seoul during those ball games. I will definitely, definitely take it all in. Can't wait to see you at the ballpark. Opening day, we can feel it. It's getting closer and closer as uh, spring training games get started. Safe travels, and uh, we will definitely be talking to you on Fox Sports Radio and on the podcast Inside the Park. We appreciate your time, your energy, and your effort. John Morosi uh, from uh, MLB Network and, of course, Fox Sports Radio, MLB Insider. Thanks, John. Rob, my pleasure, my friend. I love our conversations, whether it's on the radio, podcast, or my favorite, in the press box. No where, where we're talking about uh where we're talking about a, a different pitcher's line or how whatever it might be. <laughs> you and me back and forth for, for a long time. No further explanation needed on that one, my friend. <laughs> no doubt. Always a pleasure. Thanks, John. You too, Rob. Thank you. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA, and it isn't even close. Spring training games have started today, Thursday. That's right, February 22nd. Amazing, and uh, we're excited for the baseball season, but it's not the only reason why baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL. Because we're just coming off the NBA All-Star game. And what a stinker that was. 211 points by the winning team in an NBA All-Star game. Even Commissioner Adam Silver had to chuckle at it and 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 uh, like kiss it off because it just wasn't competitive. Here's my, you know, baseball still has the best All-Star game. I don't care what anybody says. The NFL finally abandoned the Pro Bowl. I get it. Terrible. Uh, in hockey, when they have the All-Star game, the final score is something like 17-9. to nine. That's not a hockey game. And now basketball is reaching the 200-point mark. And in baseball, baseball's equivalent to what we saw with the NBA would be if the pitchers threw the ball underhanded. Like, that. That's that would be the equivalent. And in baseball... It's still one-on-one. People are trying to pitch to each other and get guys out. It's just they compete. That's all we want as as fans. Can you compete for us for a couple of hours, entertain us? That's all it is. This whole idea, oh, nobody wants to get hurt in the NBA. Stop that. They've been doing load management now for eight or ten years. People still get hurt, even with load management. You can't stop people getting hurt. There's a hospital on every other corner. You know why? People get sick. We can stop people getting sick. We wouldn't need hospitals. What? I, it's the most obscene, ridiculous thing I've ever heard. All I know is I can't wait to go to Arlington, Texas in July for the baseball all-star game. I'll be there covering it for MLBbro.com. And uh, it's something I look forward to every single summer. It's fun. It's competitive. And I enjoy it. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. <laughs>
See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 